Hello Cryptonauts, today we're recording for November 16th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat in, which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 top yield farming coins by market capitalization. Starting off with Ave number one, with a market cap of $922 million. Second place, Yearn.Finance with $830.9 million. Third place, Uniswap with $781.4 million. Fourth place, Synthetics Network Token with $669.5 million. Fifth place, Compound with $420.9 million. Sixth place, Sushi with $266 million. Seventh place, Balancer with $136.2 million. And eighth place, Curve Dow Token with $99.5 million. Ninth place, YUSD with $78.1 million. And tenth place, DeFi.Money with $77.4 million. Alright, that is your top 10 top yield farming coins by market cap. Your overall total market cap is at $559.4 billion, down by 4.3%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. We got tons of it, tons of it, so stand by. Alright Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Scott Chiplina, tech co-founder embraces Bitcoin after years of dabbling. Eogahan uh, McCabe, chairman and co-founder of customer relations giant Intercom has announced via Twitter that he has fully embraced Bitcoin. A number of big big name inventors and businessmen have become Bitcoin Bitcoiners in recent months, with the likes of MicroStrategy's Michael Saylor's Twitter's Jack Dorsey and billionaire investor Stanley Druckenmiller all getting behind the famed cryptocurrency in recent months. Now the list is growing again. Quote, I would like to announce that after years of dabbling, I've jumped firmly onto the Bitcoin wagon, McCabe said in a tweet. McCabe added that he would he would now like everyone else he would li- he would now like everyone else to do the same. All right, I like that. Awesome. Keep it going. Next news written by Matt Husey. Bitcoin extends dominance over crypto as COVID breaks new record. Bitcoin continues to its dominance of the crypto market and the column inches over the weekend. BTC charged past the $16,000 mark, taking its slice of the crypto market above 65% for the first time since June of this year. It's not a, it's not difficult to see why. Bitcoin's realized price, a measure, measure of the Bitcoin in circulation, as opposed to the Bitcoin that has 
either been lost or not moved for a significant period of time reached an all-time high over the weekend according to crypto analytics firm Glassnode. That's probably linked to a digital asset management company Grayscale's purchase of $241 million worth of Bitcoin taking its tally to $8.1 billion. The company now holds 2.29% of Bitcoin's entire market cap and 62% of, of all Bitcoin owned by publicly traded companies. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of Bitcoin. A lot of, a lot of Satoshis. Next news written by... Sharyuwa Malwa. Bitcoin's price prints highest three weeks ever, close ever. The Bitcoin price set a new record this week as the Pioneer cryptocurrency posted the highest ever three-week close in its 12-year history, data shows. Weekly candles, such as the ones on the chart below, are a calculation of the price moves made by a financial asset. Bitcoin in this case in a seven-day period. The open is on the bottom part of the candle where the asset started to trade excluding the thin lines that are a price that are price wicks uh, while the close of the last price paid by traders and investors for the asset in that period so overall looks good while bitcoin reached its highest price in nearly $20,000 in the first week of, of December 2017 uh, its weekly chart closed much lower at $13,500 the price behavior indicates that at the time the market cons uh, considered bitcoin to be highly overvalued and a $20,000 price a mere wick in the long-term outlook with a tri-weekly charts moving in a downward trend from then until February 2019. But now it's looking up. It's looking real good now. All right, next news written by Liam Frost. Skype co-founder keeps personal wealth in Bitcoin, Ethereum. John Tallinn, an Estonian engineer who wants one of the co who was one of the co-founders of Skype is holding most of his personal wealth in cryptocurrency and has been for some time now. According to an article published by Fortune on Friday, since Skype was sold to eBay for around $2.6 billion in 2005, Tellen has not launched any new enterprises but has invested in many. One of them was Faculty AI, a London-based company focused on machine learning systems which received digital assets from Tellen on at least two occasions. Per the report, while Talon's investment company Metal Planet holding backed faculty in the past holdings around 9% of its shares, the Skype co-founder also gifted the UK firm thousands of dollars in cryptocurrency. In January 2018, Talon gave fa uh, uh, faculty 350 Ethereum worth around $434,000 at the time, roughly $160,000 today. Wow. Alright, next news. Written by Sharyuwa Malwa. Oh, I need to take a sip. Here we go. Let's get a sip of this. Citibank analyst puts Bitcoin's price prediction as high as $318,000. Tom Fitzpatrick. A managing director at U.S. Bank Citibank has predicted Bitcoin's price may reach over $318,000 in 2021, as pronoted to institutional clients last week. He called the move amidst an uncertain macro, uh, macro environment and its similarities to the gold market of the 1970s. While long called digital gold by crypto fanatics, Bitcoin has so far been a poor store of value due to its infamous price swings or medium of transfer and has emerged as a trading vehicle instead. However, as per Fitzpatrick, such a backdrop, backdrop is exactly what primes the asset as, as, 
as one that would sustain an eventual long-term trend. Using technical analyst forecasting of futures asset price, using past examples, similarities, and data, Fitzpatrick puts out the six-figure Bitcoin prediction if it followed a similar trajectory of the past seven years. Wow, that's crazy. Crazy, 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 but awesome. All right, next news, written by Tim Copeland. SEC chairman will step down at the end of this year. SEC Chairman Jay Clayton will step down at the end of this year, according to a statement today. This will be the six month. This will be six months earlier than his original plan to step down in June 2021, while working along working alongside the incredibly talented and driven women and men of the SEC has been the highlight of my career. Clayton said, "Quote: I am proud of our collective efforts to advance each part of, our, of the SEC's tri tri tripartite." Mission. I, don't, I never heard that word before. Tripartite, Tri, tripart, tripartite mission. Always with an eye on the interest of our Main Street investors. The U.S. capital markets ecosystem is the strongest and most nimble in the world. And thanks to the hard work of the diverse and inclusive SEC team, we have improved investors' protections, promoted capital formation for small and larger businesses, and enabled our markets to function more transparently and efficiently. He added. Now he's stepping down. All right. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Value DeFi hackers sends back $95,000 and died. Uh, the hacker who recently exploited decentralized finance project Value DeFi for roughly $6 million has returned $95,000 and died stablecoins after reading some sad messages left for him in Ethereum transactions. <laughs> <laughs> Using the private node function, one of the allegedly affected users claimed to be a nurse who lost $100,000 in value DeFi hack. I lost $100,000 in your tech. I am a nurse. There are all <laughs> these are all my savings. I hope you can return it to me. Everyone will get sick. Uh, think of the nurses who care <laughs> who care you when you are sick. I wish you always healthy and enjoy the happiness. Of the world, God bless you," the user wrote in their private note. In his reply, the hacker noted that there are so many people who lack knowledge and caution, and sooner or later, the, those monies will be lost. But nonetheless, I uh, sent the users fifty thousand dollars. Die a few moments later, the hacker then transferred forty-five thousand dollars, forty-five thousand die, to a user claiming to be a student who lost two hundred thousand dollars of his family's life savings in the hope of getting a high yield return. Man, why would people do that? That's crazy. Well, sounds like a gray hatter to me. Not a black hatter, not a white hatter, but a gray hatter. Just exploiting the vulnerabilities. And unfortunately, if you're dumb enough not to read the code and understand that it is vulnerable, then of course you're going to be taken advantage of. Not by him, but most likely by someone else. So you're lucky to get a dime back. So. Gray Hatter, I salute you. Next news, written by Daniel Phillips. What will happen to Bitcoin after all 21 million are mined? There are 21 million Bitcoin, that's it. Once they're all mined, which should occur around 2140, no new Bitcoin will enter circulation. The Bitcoin blockchain was designed around the principle of controlled supply, which means only a fixed number, uh, a fixed number of newly minted Bitcoin can be mined each year until the total of 21 million coins have been minted. Once all 21 million BTC have been minted, uh, have been mined, 
the network will largely operate the same as it does now, but with one crucial difference for miners. When will, the la when will the last Bitcoin be mined? Approximately every 10 minutes, Bitcoin miners discover a new block solving a cryptographic puzzle that allows the, allows the successful miner to add the newly discovered block to the blockchain. This block is filled with transactions that were previously waiting in the Bitcoin memory pool, usually chosen based on the size of the transaction fee they provide to miners. In return for discovering a block, the miners receives a fixed Bitcoin block reward. When Bitcoin first launched, the reward was set at 50, 50 BTC, but it halved periodically after 210,000 new blocks have been discovered. That happens roughly every four years, reducing the reward to 25 BTC, 12 BTC, 6.25 BTC, and so on. Three halvings have already been completed so far. The most recent halving occurred on May 11th, cutting the block rewards to 6.25 BTC. Bitcoin miners will be able to continue earning block rewards until the total of 21 million BTC have been mint, uh, mined, minted. Is it minted or mined? Come on, M minted. After which, no new Bitcoin will enter circulation. Currently, just over 18.5 million BTC have been have been produced, equivalent to mining 88.3% of the maximum supply in just over a decade. All right. And it just goes on and talks and talks more about transaction fees, yada yada yada. All right. Next news, <clears throat> written by Liam Frost. Uh, Bitcoin Cash hard fork. Here's what happened. On Sunday, the Bitcoin Cash blockchain was split into two competing networks, Bitcoin Cash Node and Bitcoin Cash ABC, following a major divide in the community. This was caused by a controversial proposal for the coins-led development team. On November 15th, the last common block between the two competing versions was mined, after which the blockchain was split and each of the new versions went on its separate way. As Decrypt reported, over 80% 80, 80 of BCH miners were signaling their support for BCHN prior to the split by adding various corresponding messages such as powered by BCHN, for example, to the blocks they produce. According to crypto statistics platform Coindance, miners have indeed followed suit as BCHN's hash rate continues to climb up after a brief drop during the split. Hash rate is the cumulative amount of computing power currently applied to a blockchain. The higher the hash rate, the stronger and more supported is the network. At press time, the BCHN network is 121 blocks ahead of the BCHA, signaling strong support by Bitcoin Cash miners. The hash rate of the BCHN is currently in a sharp decline. Alright, so what happened? What led to the Bitcoin Cash split? Okay, we already read all that. Uh, how exchanges are dealing with the split? There's a lot of confusion, a lot of, let me see, trading.com, but it will support the upgrade. Uh, as long as everything goes good, yes, okay. Kraken, on the other hand, was much more straightforward on November 6th, stating that it will support BCHN regardless of the outcome of the fork. Bitcoin Cash node tokens uh, will be called Bitcoin Cash on the platform and will represent the ticker symbol BCH. Currently, it looks like the community is winning after all. Okay. You know, this reminds me of the time that uh, when I used to mine back in the days when, uh, let's see, what was it? It was Segwit. I remember when Segwit came out. It was Segwit and something else. I forgot what the other competing um, um, work was. But it was for Bitcoin, Bitcoin Segwit. And um, yeah, yeah. I was on Antminer, I think it was. At, no, was it Antminer? Uh, so many different pools I mined on. I don't remember. I think it was Antminer. Antminer or um, Slushpool? One of those. It was one of those two. It was Antminer or Slushpool. One of those. That uh, had the option within their platforms to uh, choose uh, one network over the other. 
and uh, it was kind of cool to see how miners would would point their uh, point their rigs towards a certain um, uh, chain. So you'll see which one's going stronger, which one's going weaker, so on and so forth. Who's going to win it at the end? So it's pretty interesting when you're a miner and you're looking at the uh, the numbers on the back end. Next news, written by Tim Copeland. Vitalik Buterin sold 500,000 Ethereum to Mike Novogratz for 99 cents each. What? Uh, here's a crypto tidbit for you. In late 2015, Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin sold half a million Ethereum to Galaxy Digital CEO Mike Novogratz in over-the-counter transaction. He sold each ETH for just 99 cents. Today, that nest egg would have been worth $229 million. Novogratz, Novogratz explained how the sale happened during an interview with YouTube channel Nuggets News. He said that he met up with the college roommate Joseph Lupin to discuss purchasing a 25% stake in the venture studio Consensus, the firm. Incidentally, also funds an editorially independent decrypt. Novogratz, Novogratz was inspired by Lupin's belief in Ethereum. He was sold on the idea that it could be used to disrupt a variety of industries, but when buying a stake in Consensus became more complicated than Novogratz initially thought, he figured he should at least buy some Ethereum. I was at least intelligent enough to say I'm not leaving until I buy some of the Ethers, he said. At the time, Ethereum was tricky to buy since few exchanges, particularly in the US, supported it. It was trading around 95 cents at the time. Novogratz said, I called him, Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin, up, and I met him once at the dinner. At dinner, He remembered me, but didn't know me. He thought I, he thought it was good for the community to have a Wall Street guy buying, so I bought half a million Ether and 99 cents, maybe 98 cents. He changed the price on me at the, at the last minute from 98 to 99 because I had waited too long and the price went up. <laughs> he added, and then I, I, I became much more of a cryptomaniac. No regrets on buying Bitcoin. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, man. At that point, Novogratz had already owned some Bitcoin. He said that he first started buying Bitcoin at around $95, but that was pure speculation. He then called Dan Moorhead, CEO of investment firm Pantera, and asked him to look into it. After two weeks, he called me back and said, dude, this is going to change the world for this and this reason. Coolest thing that I've found. Thanks so much, Novogratz said. The three of them decided to invest. Moorhead started with a purchase of 30,000 Bitcoin. We were like, I'll have 30,000 on one because we couldn't let him have more than what we had. <laughs> we th- well, this, is, this is pretty fun. I like this. Okay, so Nova gets pointed. Okay. I'm doing you a favor, uh, Ryder reported, uh, reportedly told him. This is going to, to go so much higher. We don't want to sell it ever. And the two cryptomaniacs never looked back. Wow, that's an awesome, awesome story. Love it. I love it. All right, next news written by Matthew DeSalvo. Anthony Scaramucci's $7 million fund eyes investment in Bitcoin. Skybridge Capital, the investment firm fund, uh, founded by former White House communications director Anthony Scaramucci, looks like it's warming up to Bitcoin. In a filing note posted last week, the firm, which manages $7.7 billion in assets according to Reuters, said it may seek exposure to digital assets. It noted that by digital assets, the firm meant Bitcoin, but was not limited solely to the biggest cryptocurrency bar market cap. The investment firm did not specify in, in the filing whether it had already invested in digital assets. Quote, investments by the company and or investment funds may also be made in companies providing technologies related to digital assets or other emerging technologies, he noted. Uh, the note read, 
company may invest in investment funds that provide access to a particular digital asset or assets without a discretionary investment strategy, it added. Okay, so he's getting into Bitcoin. Awesome. Next news. Written by Jose Antonio Lance. Quickly now, I want to start wrapping this up. Bitcoin price near $17,000 as stock jumps on new COVID-19 vaccine. It's the start of the new week and there's plenty of good news to go around for investors, traders, and well, just about everyone after an, uh, another COVID-19 vaccine is showing signs of, uh, of being ready for the masses. Okay, so Bitcoin's trading at $17,000 per coin and another 2020 high. A few hours later, Moderna, Moderna Labs announced positive results for the potential coronavirus vaccine, which the company tested for the group for 30,000 people. The vaccine pro, uh, provided 94.5% effective, outperforming its two main competitors, Fitzer, which is a little more than 90% effective, and Russia's Sputnik, Sputnik V5 vaccine with 92% reported effectiveness. Awesome. Cool. Next news. Written by Will Gutzengen. Blockchain. Voting prone to nationwide election failures. Report. Bad news for blockchain utopians and elections consp- uh, conspiracists. According to the anonymously titled new paper from MIT, going from bad to worse, from internet voting to blockchain voting. Blockchain-based voting is significantly less secure than voting by mouth or in person. A recently released draft of the paper, which comes from MIT's Computer Science and Artificial Intelligence Laboratory, asserts that internet and blockchain-based voting would greatly increase the risk of undetectable nation-scale election failures. Moreover, however, appealing the prospect of instant, instantaneous online voting may seem it may actually contribute to the voter dis, disenfranch, disenfranchisement. The paper was co-authored by scientists Sunu Park, Michael Spector, Niha Narula, and Ronald Revist. Revist, the senior author, was one of the investors of RSA encryption, which is used in everything from VPNs to web browsers. The paper cites a blockchain-based voting app called Votes, V-O-A-T-Z, which was first piloted in West Virginia's midterm election in 2018. According to the paper's co-author, the app suffers from serious security vulnerabilities, enabling attackers to monitor votes being cast and to change or block ballots at large scale, which is about as damning and damning an assessment as an online voting app could possibly receive. Ouch. Ouch. So that needs to be patched up. Next news written by Jeff Benson. Game of Thrones. Macy Williams asked Twitters about Bitcoin. Macy, is it Macy? Macy Williams, best known for playing uh, Arya Stark in Game of Thrones, had a simple question for Twitter. Should I go long on Bitcoin? And boy, is crypto Twitter delivering. Not content to, you know... Just stick to a yes or no answer. The dire wolves descended on Williams, peppering her with a mixture of investment advice to GOT puns. Podcaster uh, Stefan Levera said, Start small and learn more as you go. Happy to help if you got questions and want to avoid scams in the space. Her people will call your people, Stefan. Crypto uh, crypto BitLord advised, uh, advised William to just click buy in your PayPal app and we'll send you a at $100,000 before backpedaling after realizing he wasn't a member of Williams Book Club. What? <laughs> okay. And Lolly's Aubrey Strobel uh, said, RIP your replies, but yes. <laughs> All right, next news. 
written by Will Gatsenjin. Ethereum only 18% ready for ETH 2.0 with one week to go. Oh no! The team of developers behind the next iteration of Ethereum has remained optimistic that Ethereum 2.0 will arrive on December 1st, but as for now, that doesn't seem particularly realistic. According to Dune Analytics, only 95,648 ETH has been committed to Ethereum's 2.0 deposit contract of the requ requisite 524,288 ETH. That's just over 18%. What's more, in order to launch on December 1st, as planned, all that ETH must be deposited to the contract seven days prior, according to the Ethereum Foundation core researcher Danny Ryan. The first phase of the Ethereum 2.0 upgrade, which has already been delayed almost a year, will, will see the network begin its shift from proof-of-work consensus protocol to the proof-of-stake one. Proof-of-work, which allow... Okay, so we already know all that stuff. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Next news. Next news. Written by Andrew Hayward. Twitter hires hacker Fitz... Uh, Peter? Is that Peter? Hacker Peter Mudge uh, Zetko as head of security. Twitter suffered a massive hack in July, resulting in more than 100 high-profile accounts, including those of President Joe, uh, President-elect Joe Biden, Apple, and Elon Musk, tweeting out scam messages asking people to send Bitcoin. Some $120,000 worth of Bitcoin was lost to scammers in the in the process, but Twitter might have suffered the largest impact with surveyed American reporting lost trust in centralized social media platform soon after. Today, however, Twitter announced a key hire as it aims to avoid a similar event in the future. Twitter has added fame hacker Peter Setko, aka Mudge, to join its executive team and serve as head of security for the social network. Zatko was previously a member of the hacker think tank uh, L0PHT Heavy Industries as well as a member of the hacker collective cult of the dead cow. He testified before the Senate committee in 1998 about cybersecurity and briefed President Bill Clinton in 2000 about DDoS attacks. More recently, Zatko serves as project manager for the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, DARPA, starting in 2010 before leaving in 2013 to work for Google's Advanced Technology and Projects Group. Awesome. That guy gets, he got some, uh, some good experience there. All right, last news of the day. Written by Jeff Benson. Ethereum-based Origin Dollar hacked for an estimated $7 million. Origin Protocol co-founder Matthew Liu on Monday night confirmed an attack on the Origin Dollar Vault. That, quote, uh, The team is all hands on deck attempting to figure out what vulnerabilities was exploited and how the hacker was able to access users' deposits, he wrote. Though the exact, it seems like there's, there's ha hacks going on like every day. This is crazy. Though the exact exploit for some uh, some form of flash attack isn't yet known. The Origin team estimated $7 million. A combination of ETH and DAI stablecoins had been taken. Lou indicated he wasn't yet certain whether the funds over $1 million, of which he said came from Origin employees and founders, could be recovered. To quell rumors, Lou said, uh, This is not a rug pull or internal scam. Despite the setback, this is very much in our... Uh, very much in our intentions to make zero OUSD a safe, secure, and successful product that builds on a broader origin mission of peer-to-peer -peer commerce. Origin is a blockchain-based e-commerce platform. It introduced the OUSD stablecoin at the end of September. It's backed not only by fiat, but by other stablecoins, including DAI. As a result of the hack, the stablecoin meant to be equivalent to $1 dropped to 54 cents. Ouch! That's all bad. Oh, all bad. 
The attack may further undermine confidence in the security of decentralized finance protocols, many of them built on Ethereum. In the last month, Harvest Finance, Acropolis, and Value DeFi have all been attacked and flashed loan vulnerabilities that have led to over $40 million in losses. Wow, that's crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. All right, Kryptonauts. I'll catch you all next time. Adios.